Welcome to IdeaGen TV live from the Embassy of Ethiopia here in Washington, D.C. It is my great honor and incredible privilege to be sitting here for an interview with His Excellency Ambassador Seleshi Fikeli. Ambassador, thank you thank for you, hosting sir. us here today. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you, George. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm so pleased to really sitting with you and uh, uh, interviewed by Idea Jane. Thank you. And the summit uh, Thank is you. going to be very exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting for the millions of people that will be watching Idea Gen TV live from the Embassy of Ethiopia. We could not be more thrilled and honored. And I'd like to lead in with Your Excellency to tell us briefly about the key interests of Ethiopia and the United States as we sit here in Washington. Well, Ethiopia and the United States of America, uh, historically, uh, very good partners. Uh, the diplomatic relationship spans over a century, 120 years actually this year. Oh, wow. And uh, it started with uh, you know, trade relationship and then evolved to a diplomatic relationship. And uh, we have been together since then. And, uh, uh, you know, good partners. Uh, we went to various parts of the world together as uh, peacekeepers. That's right. And peacekeeping mission and fighting uh, some of the world wars. Uh, for example, in the Korea and the Congo and so on. Mm -hmm. Economically, also, we have very good partnership and relationship with our famous Ethiopian Airlines, which is uh, yes. the best airlines. Ethiopian Airlines, great airline. In Africa. That's right. Uh, connecting Africa to the rest of the world is... Uh, first supported by U.S. government. And there are also others like uh, the telecom sector, the energy sector and water, water and energy sector. All these were actually helped by the U.S. expertise and knowledge as sure. that period you know, in the 1900 year. So uh, there is good relationship when it comes, for example, trade, coffee, Coffee, Boeing, uh, health, that's right. Uh, agriculture, even machinery. Incredible. So, yeah. Well, it's the cradle of civilization. Of course. The cradle of civilization. And I say that humbly as a Greek. Um, the Greeks and the Ethiopians have been together since the beginning. Since the beginning. Yes. Since the beginning. So it's apropos that we're here at the embassy of Ethiopia, leading the way, the home of the African Union is in, the headquarters is in Addis. Addis Ababa, yes. We call Addis Ababa as the diplomatic capital of Africa. The diplomatic capital of Africa. Uh, yeah, uh, not only African Union, but also Economic Commission for Africa is housed in Addis Ababa. That's right, and, uh, incredible. Uh, as a result, so many diplomats all over, from all over the world are residing in Addis Ababa. Incredible, yeah. incredible. Well, you know, I believe, and I've seen, you know, we've been in Washington 24 years, Leadership starts at the top. It's the leaders that help set the tone, that help set the tone for diplomacy, for impact, etc. And Ethiopia has been one of the fastest growing economies in the world. And despite the challenges in the last few years, the country is projected to continue this growth trajectory. What are some of the policy reforms, Mr. Ambassador, and investment priorities in Ethiopia today? Um, 
since uh, five years, especially, we are uh, embarking on serious reforms. Uh, the reforms include uh, you know, in the areas of uh, finance, uh, first at an umbrella level on the policies, uh, to look into economic policy, which is really transformative, that embraces the private sector mm-hmm. as the center, then actually the public investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this regard, then privatization, for example, in the areas of telecom, uh, contribution of uh, private sector in energy development as foreign direct investment okay. uh, in health sector, uh, so that people come in and invest in hospitals, uh, clinics, and uh, health services, uh, agriculture sector, uh, manufacturing, and, and the like. So the enablers are, you know really to work on what are the key priority areas of investment that attract this foreign direct investment are well identified uh, and also in terms of institutional reform to make investing in Ethiopia easier uh, are really a source of attractiveness uh, for growth and investment. Uh, the recent growth, even if we have been in the challenge the last year, especially due to conflict and the drought and the lag, still our growth is at 6.4%. So that's incredible. That's, that's significant, yeah. It's very significant. 6.4% growth is, is phenomenal. Wow. And so shifting gears a bit, IdeaGen is focused on helping create awareness mm-hmm. and ultimately helping to achieve the global goals of the United Nations through partnerships and conversations like this today. Mm-hmm. In 2015, you're familiar with the fact that all 193 member states of the United Nations, including Ethiopia, voted yes, we agree on these 17 global goals. 17 global goals that today we are at the midterms, not the U.S. in midterms, the midterms leading up to achieving, hopefully, the global goals of the United Nations. Secretary Guterres recently said it's a steep hill we're climbing to help achieve these goals, but yet... But yet what is inspiring today is the fact that Ethiopia is help, helping to lead the way, to help, helping to lead the way in all the areas you talked about, agriculture, health, et cetera, to help lead the way to achieve the goals. And so please tell us briefly about what you see as that model for success for helping to achieve the global goals in Ethiopia. Wonderful. Uh, incidentally, I was also at the United Nations when SDG was designed. Uh, that sustainable development department. I know about this. So you know, seventeen is... goals issue. Uh, it's well formulated. Basically, it is a, a succession of uh, Millennium Development Goals. Sure. Uh, it cuts across the seventeen goals. Sixteen are related to specific actions to be done. Mm-hmm. The seventeenth is on partnership. Yes. Um, Ethiopia has shown the way on key areas. Number one overall growth of uh, GDP and uh, service sectors are increasing very significantly. In poverty reduction, uh, immense work is ongoing, especially in an agriculture area where majority of the people in Turkey live uh, in the rural area and under agriculture uh, economy, which means then you have to improve production and productivity of agriculture. So our uh, recent success, uh, which really plays well to the SDGs, is uh, uh, summer wheat production, in which Ethiopia used to import 
quit in the tune of about a billion dollar a year. But now we have satisfied our needs, even can export. Uh, how that comes uh, is actually to increase production. That means extensification of agriculture, and use of irrigation and so on, producing not only once, two, three times a year. Uh, then it increases the volume of the yield and uh, the production volume. So production and productivity has increased. Not only in the wheat, but also in, in other crop areas. For example, uh, rice is introduced into Ethiopia, and uh, that is not successful as well. Wow. We are increasing our coffee production, which is uh, providing the, the most delicious coffee <laughs> in the world. So, the best coffee in the world. Uh, yes. This is, is a fact. We uh, are the origin of the coffee. Fact. Uh, yeah. The but, origin of coffee. Yes. We have to also increase the production and productivity uh, and deliver into the global market. Uh, that is one area around agriculture, but also related to that, uh, maintaining and protecting the environment mm -hmm. as related to uh, development goals 13 and climate change or That's right. uh, life above water, uh, yes. underwater as well as uh, in ecosystems. We are doing extremely well in that also. If the world could do what we are doing in Ethiopia, I think we can really reverse climate change. Incredible. Yeah. What we are doing is every year at least 5 billion uh, new tree seedlings are planted. All Ethiopians are involved. For the last four years, we planted 28 billion uh, trees. 28 billion? Billion trees. Uh, it means uh, it reverses degradation on number one. Right. Uh, number two, it can sequester carbon. Uh, number three, it can be used as, you know, uh, food, because uh, some of uh, the production of the planted trees are agroforestry, uh, in the, which means fruits can be harvested and then can supplement the nutritious food into the society. And some of them are also exported. We produce like uh, mango, avocado, uh, even banana, wow. um, coffee, Incredible. and the like. So these are really improving the production system in a better way. So that is another example. In the energy sector, in relation to the reform, we're 100%, almost 97.5% renewable energy. We are utilizing renewable energy only, largely from hydro, but also from wind, solar, geothermal, and the like. 97.5% renewable energy. The world is struggling actually to reach 50% renewable, but ours is uh, very much higher than. So, it means, in terms of climate change mitigation uh, and sustainability, we are also doing very well. Uh, we have challenges because of climate change. There is uh, frequent drought and flood happening. Those are still remaining challenges, but for those also, there are solutions, adaptation mm -hmm. solutions, for example. In uh, drought-prone areas, we are embarking on climate-resilient wash, water uh, supply, sanitation, and uh, hygiene uh, system, where we can really uh, deep, deeply dig the the boreholes and take water and uh, transmit water where it is needed. Right. That that uh, deep well source of water means it will not be easily affected by frequent drought. And, Right, right. Annual variation, rather 
long term drought, of course, can affect it, but uh, vulnerability that is coming due to annual episodes could be overcome. But for that, we need really capital. Uh, we need good partnership from Gold 17, yeah. where uh, the advanced countries uh, provide some resources for developing economy uh, in order to overcome and uh, tackle the adaptation part of the, the climate change. On the mitigation, of course, uh, I just told you, we are doing in the renewable energy, we're doing well in carbon sequestration. Uh, okay, so we're moving, we are moving on those issues. You know, when we first started the conversation, I, I thought, well, His Excellency Ambassador Bekele um, knows a little bit about the global goals. You know, I've talked to a lot of people about the global goals. I, I have to say, without a doubt, you are the most well-versed and most passionate about the global goals, and you have something to back it up. Ethiopia is truly leading the way. Lead 97.5% renewable energy and many countries are struggling to get to 50 percent and you top that with a 6.4 percent gdp there's some good things happening in ethiopia i could say without a doubt it is happening of course there are challenges sure as i told you capital is a serious scarcity yeah we want uh, uh, international community or international investors to come into ethiopia and invest Various areas, for example, agriculture itself is one, but also tourism is another interesting area, health is another interesting area, education. Um, uh, you know, this could really move uh, or attract investors simply sure. because some of the issues that investors are looking for cheaper energy, uh, the cheap, one of the cheapest energy in the world, wow. in addition to being uh, renewable, uh, we, have, we are providing cheap electricity. Uh, employment is uh, at low level, but we have a lot of labor. Uh, some skilled and some unskilled, but unskilled labor can easily be trained. Mm-hmm. Those are attractions. We have ample water in the land. Uh, minerals are not touched yet. Uh, so can be done in that area as well. Manufacturing is obviously important. That's right. So uh, we need those kind of you know, input or interest from the global community to come and invest in Ethiopia. Of course, for that matter, broader Africa as well. Well, it sounds to me like a win-win because you can share a lot of the successful implementation around the global goals. You're a business-friendly country. And therefore, it sounds to me like a win-win. It is. It's a win-win. It is win. It is win. And so, as we're looking at investing in the green economy, you've talked about that. Yeah. There's a project around green legacy. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. <clears throat> yeah, the green legacy uh, has got a number of uh, components. Uh, the primary component is actually plantation of. Uh, either to reverse degradation, uh, which means afforestation, or also plant in the new areas where it is not uh, covered by forests. Uh, the other part is actually rehabilitating extremely degraded area using soil and water conservation, water harvesting works. Uh, it means uh, 
most of the river basins and watersheds are degraded, therefore the people of Ethiopia every year uh, for the green plantation about 25 million people participate but for soil and water conservation work about 12 million people with free labor for 30 days actually participating in constructing water harvesting infrastructure caressing soil and water conservation work so uh, this is really greening right the, the, the ecosystem and the, the the land and also improve the yield of water from the watersheds and basins. Uh, in terms of greening also, instead of ext ext extensification of agricultural land, focus more on intensification. What does it mean? In a smaller land, you can intensify and make production uh, two, three times a year than mm -hmm. actually harvesting once using rain fed. But we can harvest water, the harvest water from uh, watershed and so on can be utilized for irrigating during dry season. Uh, we have groundwater, we have uh, surface water, those can be managed and also increase production. So reserve some of the area for uh, afforestation in the forest, and preserving ecosystem, and uh, the rest intensify and really increase production from limited land. It, uh, it means also another dimension of sustainability. That's right. Yeah. So uh, when you look at labor, instead of working only during the rain fed system or rain, rain period of three months, when you have irrigation during dry season, people put their occupation, have enter into production system produce two, three times a year. Therefore, labor productivity will increase. That's right. Land productivity increases, water productivity increases. That is, you know, it's all circularity. Yeah. Yeah. It's a circularity. So this is where the, the green legacy is. Cities, which are uh, in the past used to be dirty, like at Sawala, uh, rehabilitated with uh, various parks, clean area, uh, not only in Sawala, but also other places have got this chance of uh, establishing new parks for tourist attraction. Beautiful. And also really make it up a beautiful thing. In the eyes of the world, so that we get our share of the tourists to visit. I love it. I, it. It's incredible. And so, what is your message to the global audience, including international corporations and those looking to conduct business in Ethiopia or or visit as a tourist? What is your message to everyone? Surely, uh, the new destination for investment, which is high, highly profitable, is Africa. Ethiopia is. So part of that, in Ethiopia, a lot of opportunities. Uh, yes, we have been uh, over the last two years under uh, some sort of conflict. That is over now. We have a peace agreement. Uh, we have provided good infrastructure. Railway is there now. The airlines is the place to uh, transport people in the boots within Africa as well as uh, connecting to Europe and the US. Uh, so it's you know, very attractive for the investors in terms of logistics and uh, infrastructure. Uh, in terms of natural resource to exploit and make it productive, there are ample opportunities as I've said. So foreign direct investment uh, should come to Africa because it yields a lot. It will be profitable That's right. in so many areas. Incredible. 
what, what, a, what a great, powerful, inspiring story. His Excellency Ambassador Bekele, thank you so very much. Thank, thank you. you for all you're doing to change the world. Yeah. And thank you for your leadership. Thanks, sir.